0: hello hello welcome back
1: or welcome, welcome to you always he gets a little flustered in the recap
0: yeah because
1: you know just had sex every time he's this, this in intrusive inaccuracies um uh,
0: are you guys excited for the episode coming up
1: You're talking to? uh like the listeners at home oh yeah it's gonna be a good one it, it was good what are we talking about now uh, we talked about a, a little experiment with your underwear <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. You guys should definitely listen yeah. to that. Like, fucking, like, follow PNC <laughs> underscore podcast <laughs> to see what we're talking about. Yeah. There's going to be some money on the line if uh, Nolan comes through on this boy Nikio gets to smell all of my underwears. Yes. What else we talk about? I think about l- parking? Yeah, a little bit about our parking situation in Vancouver. And then, fuck, um, we spent a lot of time on social media reform mm-hmm. with all this stuff going Which, on. I mean, New I England. feel like we've.
0: Every episode we talk about that. Well, fuck, it's getting worse, man. <laughs>
1: every day, I, every, something happens, it just doesn't seem to be getting better. Mm-hmm.
0: And we also visited this list thing. Zuby. Zuby. Zuby's, 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 Zuby's
1: list. Of? 20 points uh, that he has learned over the pandemic. Some really interesting stuff there. Obviously, we didn't talk about each one of them because that would take forever, but... It's Z-U-B-Y, and you could uh, listen to the podcast coming up to hear our thoughts on, on a handful of his points. Yeah,
0: and his revelations on human culture. Amen, brother. Have a good one. Bye. Stay tuned.
1: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Hello Goodbye. Through an unmarked door and down a hidden stairwell lies a drinking den. This underground basement bar features seasonal cocktails, snacks from Dankmart, VIP table service, and DJs for late-night entertainment. The artful design of Hello Goodbye creates a comfortable and intimate escape from the ordinary. HG is located at 1120 Hamilton and open Thursday through Saturday, 10 p.m. till late. For more information and booking tables, please email hello at hellogoodbyebar.com or at hellogoodbyebar on Instagram. You've had skid marks at one point in your life? I don't think so. I guarantee you have. No. Look at all my underwear. I well, might have to randomly do underwear
0: tests. 100%, please do it. Okay. This I will be, gladly give you my I underwear. I want to be
1: like, random day at hello, goodbye. I'd be like, okay, go to the washroom, take a picture of your underwear, please. <laughs> 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 Why do I feel like this isn't the first time you've done that? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just, I just figure out solutions <laughs> to problems.
0: Dirty dog. This what I dirty, do. Dirty, dirty dog. Your phone's okay. Yeah, they're good to go. All right. All righty. Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome back to the studio. I'm here with Akio, and this is PNC baby. Posting that clarity. Let's fucking go. Episode seven, season two. Episode seven, season two. S seven, E two. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> S two, E seven. There you go. Seems like no one's had a long day. No, I really haven't. You <laughs> really? know what? That's I did thing. though, because I was trying to cook, um, like poached eggs. Oh. But, and usually the way I do it at home, like back in um, with my parents, back in the suburbs. I take in the suburbs, back in my humble roots. <laughs> yes, I use like a yeah. aluminum like bowl thing, yeah, and I yeah, just yep. let it float on the water, sure. right? And you cover it and let it cook. With steam. Yeah, I've seen it. I saw that I <clears> had a glass bowl similar to the one to the size that I use in Surrey, and I tried it. And it shattered, like, in the fucking bowl. So I had, like, runny eggs everywhere. I had broken glass everywhere, and I had to throw it out and try again. Found this other bowl, tried it by, like, putting, you know those steeper things? Yep. That have, like, the holes? Yeah. So I put that thing on top of it, and then I covered that, and I had it cooked with just the steam. Worked perfectly.
1: You're a big egg guy? You like eggs? Uh, For breakfast, yeah. Like, any kind? Like, poached,
0: scrambled? I love it super fucking runny. Like, the runnier the yolk, the hotter I'll be.
1: Do you like the it's taste of yolk? Free I'll get. I it's, like, it's it. It's like it's like thick and like viscous. It's so and like, good. Like cum. <laughs> fair enough. Exactly. Do you um? It's ever, like egg cum. Do you ever like think about it? Like we're eating the embryo of uh unborn All chicken. All the
0: fucking time today. When Isn't I that cracked the, when I cracked my egg open today, because yeah. I bought like an organic one. Yeah, of course. As I does. saw, like a little like line little, of something, line. and I chose not to look at it too closely because yeah. I know I'll feel fucking shitty about it. Yeah, you
1: know. But you like the taste. Yeah. Interesting. I do like do you not? No, I'm not a huge egg guy. Really? Every once in a while I'll have eggs. A lot of my Asian friends are always clowning on me because I know in the Asian community they have a lot of eggs for dinner. Yeah, like they have like you know add a hard-boiled egg on top of your your like your ramen. F- your, yeah, or, or whatever like just
0: food. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, no, I'm not about that. If I have eggs, if I have eggs, it'll be in the morning. Interesting. It'll be like egg McMuffin or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. It won't it's be something processed. I don't, in I don't really like egg. the taste of it. it. It has a weird aftertaste for me, and the yolk thing really kind of freaks me out. It gets. Do you think that's because you also don't like the taste of cilantro? Do you think it has a connection? I don't know. I haven't really mm. dug into it too much, but. So how do you like your eggs? Fertilized. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not fertilized. (laughs) Um, Probably scrambled if I was going to go with anything. Oh, yeah? yeah?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can season it and it tastes a little bit different. You can fry it a little bit more. It's
1: like a burnt taste. I guess. I usually put hot sauce and whatever on it. Oh, 100%. I need, <clears throat> it. I need should we, it. I think we should tell the listeners what we were just talking about before we got on air about... I think it's be part of our intro, is it not? I don't know. I'm How <sighs> you have been walking around with skid marks? No, that's not actually oh. what we said.
0: <laughs> I said that everyone
1: at some point probably has had skid
0: marks in their underwear. And I do not agree because people like me who use the shower
1: every single time... Mm-hmm. We'll probably not have skin marks. do will have to deal with that. Yeah, but then we also went over some scenarios where you don't have access to a shower, which is probably yeah. one in every 10, maybe. No, no. What happens if you have to poo in the middle of the day? Then I'll find a handicapped bathroom. And then you okay, what if you poo? cleanse yourself like that. So, okay, so let's go over this. So you do a number two. You take a dookie, mm-hmm. and say we're here in the studio. There's a private bathroom here. And I have definitely used it. Then you wipe, and then what do you do? Do you, like, wet Tissue and then and then go in at it again. Yeah, and then you wait and until you it's sure. until it's like squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. That's why I take half an hour in the bathroom for the minutes, sometimes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're doing it. We're going to do a controlled test with Nolan here. <laughs> He's going to have random. <laughs> Poop searches. Yes, please. Done on his underwear, where he has to take a photo of his underwear and post it on PNC story, <laughs> and see if they're with or without skids. This is so nasty, but I mean, it's the truth of the matter. It happens with girls' underwear too, and maybe maybe may I like, don't think it's like it maybe vag skid marks. You yeah, know? I was gonna say it's like the slug mark, but <laughs> slug but, but slug. that isn't that the same premise, you know? The Same idea. Yeah, but that's like fine because it's not
0: shit. But it's and I still guarantee bodily you, fluid. if you had a Womanly bodily fluid on you. You're not complaining about it.
1: Mm. Aha, I got you there. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. but I'm also saying it's a nat. It's a, it's like not. I don't think it's unusual.
0: Yeah, for- but people <clears throat> typically like to play with that kind of stuff and like you know, it's turn on, it's sexual, whatever. But shit, are you a bidet a guy? It's a different type of guy. I would love to get a bidet. But have you use a bidet? Before? I think yeah, I have once when I was in Europe. Do you enjoy it? It kind of tickled. But I do like it, you know, because it saves the time on having to shower. Yeah, Because my entire life, I've been forced to shower. Like, full shower. Full shower. And I used to be made fun of it. Like, fucking, like, my friends in elementary school. I'm going to make fun of you right now. Don't make fun of me. Because why are you... How are you going to... It never makes sense to me because how are you going to make fun of me for being cleanly? Like, look... (laughs) Like, I can spread my cheeks right now. You're not going to see shit. Well, You're not going to see anything. I mean, you're going to make fun of me.
1: How about I make fun of you for having a fucking... A shitty asshole. Or a shitty asshole. Exactly. Well, assholes are by definition shitty. 100. percent So you know, I, I just okay. I don't really make fun of you, but I'm just saying it's like a lot of effort for you know. Yeah, but I smell great, and I'm always ready to go. So I can have a Who's shitty really skin marks here? in my underwear Who's right really now, winning? and you can't tell it. You won't smell shit. Blech! I don't want to. I don't <laughs> <even> want to try. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess maybe it makes more sense like if you're hooking up with a guy and like you drop his drawers, and there's like a big. You're down there, and it's like ooh. Hershey's you squid. get a little whiff. Yeah, that might be gross. Oh
0: God! Yeah. But regardless, like even if you don't take a shower, you should always like you know be cleanly before you hook up with somebody. Yeah. Just
1: but what about girls? That. Like girls don't take. Actually, what about other? A people? A lot of
0: girls I know take a shower. Really?
1: Yeah, before they have sex. Like just no, 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 no. Before they poop level. or after uh, they poop, I mean.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. No, actually, it's very uncommon that I hear about people so, uh, taking shower. So how do they manage? Do you no, think they I have mean, skin? I nights? think it's culturally like the norm not to take a shower after you shit. But yeah. like in my household, the way I grew up. With my cousins and stuff, it was. I oh, was so in everyone. More. It's like a Fijian thing. It's like a Fijian thing, I think. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think so. A lot of the people that I know that take a shower after they shit are Fijian for
1: some reason. Weird. Yeah. Are They're interesting. I shouldn't there. say weird. Interesting. Yeah. Don't be judgy, you dick. Interesting. That's new information. Like smell my asshole right now. Mm, well, I think it's gonna still smell like poop. I don't think so. To be honest, I make sure it doesn't. Okay, it's not gross. I do not after spray. Too much. Here. An
0: after spray. With At, you, just,
1: you have a quite the poop. Poop routine. I have a whole body routine. Man. Do you, are you one of those guys that takes off your entire outfit? Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you're butt ass naked. Yeah, because you don't want to have like, your clean <clears> clothes <throat> near the toilet. Like it's just not. Okay, wait, wait. So is your clothes outside the bathroom? Mm-hmm. So what if you go to the bathroom right here? Your clothes aren't outside the bathroom. Oh,
0: hell no, no, no. Here, if I have to use the bathroom, it's like. You just like fold like, them neatly and no, no, put them no, under the a, sink? It's the traditional way. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm at my home. You take off your clothes. Yeah, I put on my put bed. Put your bed. Walk into my walk bathroom. Naked.
1: You have a towel. Br- the towel? Well, I have because my you have phone your next shower. to me. Yeah, yeah. Do you like read a book or I have on your my phone? phone Watching TikToks. TikToks. Watch have a poop. Reply to your emails. You finish your poop, then you wipe it down, then you hop in the shower. Exactly. Or do you even wipe it? Yes. You wipe okay. it. Yeah, yeah. You get off the big chunks. Ew! <laughs> ew, ew, ew. <laughs> and then ah, you go in the shower, and then you clean. The we should body. label this um,
0: episode Pooping "Poop Play." Stuff. Poop play. and stuff. <laughs> so then you have a shower, and then you get out, and then you put back on your same clothes. Exactly. Or I change depending on where I'm going. If it's like pajamas or what's going on.
1: It's very interesting. Yeah, I've learned a lot. Thank
0: you. I'm gonna I mean, tell you a little I'm, something I'm about lucky. me. I'm excited to show you. Yeah, I'm, this is gonna day. be this experiment is gonna be Colona baby. Uh, uh,
1: amazing! I'm gonna laugh my balls off. You better, I'm gonna be using your bathroom, buddy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I don't share I poop bathrooms. Hand. It's yeah, it's gross. I, so gross. I, don't you? Did you find it? I like. I don't. I don't enjoy the smell of my own poop, but it's much more tolerable than 100%. the smell of anyone else's. I think that's normal though, because it's their own. Yeah. You know? Another thing with our, my with my dog, when I pick up her poop, it's manageable. It's not. I don't enjoy it, but if I sometimes I pick up other p- dogs' poop by accident and I yeah. like reach out and it's cold because I grabbed the wrong run and I like literally dry heave and feel like I'm gonna die. <laughs>
0: Uh, but it's weird so because is not
1: my own yeah no, you know I what agree. I mean that's why I feel <clears throat> really uncomfortable when people
0: use my bathroom my personal bathroom because I just think about their ass on my toilet and yeah. I, get, so I, have to, I have three bottles of bleach under my fucking sink ready to go whenever
1: someone uses my bathroom why don't you use that logic when you are saying you're going to use my bathroom oh I would 100% put bleach on it first no no what but, well, you, I, but you don't like let people using your, your house. If
0: I'm staying at your house. Yeah, you can use our bathroom. You yeah, don't I'll have to use my, the master sure, bathroom. Sure, sure, sure. sure mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Well, to see. I don't know. If I'm fucking you in your bedroom, I'm okay. also going to use the. kids' dreaming still. Okay.
1: You, can't, you, can't, you can't blame a kid I for I think we dreamin'. should finally tell people about our love story. Yeah, okay. You, well, one day maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> so I want to vent a little bit here. Yes. We've been talking <laughs> about it all week. Well, You've been excited about it. Well, this is a, this is a, that's a secondary event. This is more of a oh, just-happened sure. vent. Sure. My issue, and I, I think maybe, it's a maybe. universal issue in Vancouver and probably around North America, to be honest, yep. the parking situation here is absurd to me. Absurd- like, not only the- is there no consistency in how much parking costs from meter to meter, half of mm-hmm. them, I'd say, would be a, a, like a pretty conservative estimate are broken yeah. or they're being tampered with. So, for example, I left the office today to go for a workout. Or had a workout. they're temporarily... Something wrong. Like so, yeah. Stupid. Yeah, so I left the office and I went to work out Didn't have my phone Had like $10 in change so I, I'm figuring I'm good Go to the meter, put it at tuning in It's jammed So uh, someone's fucked with it and then it says fail So in my mind I'm like okay The inspector going to come by, I see it says fail Understand that the meter is broken mm-hmm. Whatever, get out, obviously Then I get a ticket, I'm like what the fuck oh So I get back God. to the office, I call, I'm like hey This is my ticket number, da, da, da. like oh you've ca- We've given you several warnings about this I'm like bro how is the onus on me to have meters that are working on this, in the city? Yeah. Like, how much money do you guys make from this? Like, it said fail. How did the, your worker not read that and understand it's broken? I don't have a phone. I understand the process is for me to call 311 and report it and then go down to City Hall to collect my tuni, which is a whole other insane process. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> or use the app. But I don't have my phone on me because I left the office in rush. And people can be expected to yeah. have your what phone What if people on don't, don't have time? phones?
0: There's a reason why there's still a fucking meter on the fucking yeah. street. What if you don't own a phone?
1: What if exactly. you don't have a smartphone? Exactly. What if you don't have, there's so many other things. Mm-hmm. So, and then she was kind of like, they have, they have this little message like, uh, we do not tolerate rudeness and this and that, which just makes sense. Cause I can understand that get probably she read out. No, no, no. It's like uh, automated. Oh, okay. So I can understand. So they already knew that people were calling. But, to but be I could, That's understandable. I could, people like, I could see it's, a, it's basically a phone number you call to get yelled at. Yeah. But I'm mindful of that. I'm like condescending and I was cool. And she was super condescending. And I'm like, dude, like I understand what you're saying, but what is my recourse here? She's like, well, you have to dis- dispute it. I'm like, isn't that what I'm doing right now? And then she kind of <laughs> got testy. And then, and then I'm like... Oh, so like, she started firing back. Yeah, but I wasn't even firing. I was just like, "Come, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'll just email whatever. And then I think she just kind of turned around and was like, okay, I'll make a note in your... Click. And then I hung up on her as she was kind of coming around to be like, "I'll oh, put in a note on your file that's, to say that, you know, the meter was broken. Mm-hmm. So I preemptively hung up on her when she's probably trying to help me. And she realized I hung up on her and probably removed that from my file. Yeah, so you just fucked yourself. up. Pretty much. Yeah, I shouldn't hey, have hung up so quickly. I mean, fuck, you could have got your tuny back. Yeah, I know, right? Go, Times go are tough.
0: This, Times are tough.
1: How about this for an idea? Yes. What if when you get your license renewed, or no, sorry, your insurance renewed, the city and ICBC work together, and you can have a hundred dollar, two hundred dollar, whatever premium added to your to your um, insurance, and that would be for you don't the unlimited parking for meters. You don't, it doesn't mean you could park it like you know commercial zones or wherever. It yeah. just means that any metered parking stall you you don't have to pay. You just pay up front. I'd be on for that,
0: right? Takes, i paid for like a pass, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's every single time, like I used to have. I used to drive from like Surrey to Vancouver every yep. time we did our pod, yep. or every time I had work, and it used to be a fucking mental struggle. Being like, do I actually drive? Do I SkyTrain? I just the parking situation deterred me yep. from like wanting to come to Vancouver.
1: You know, that's not good. That's exactly that's, it limits business. It limits it's everything. Just
0: stupid, like pay by parking. Like I just c- can't get over the fact that you have to pay at hospitals or at universities. Yeah, when our fucking like tax money goes into that, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, like system? if
0: I didn't have ten bucks, but I was having a heart attack, yeah. I'd have
1: to go find ten bucks and like pause my heart attack. Yeah, it doesn't make any you sense. Know what I mean, or go in with a heart attack, come out, survive it, exactly, have a ticket and for have 50 a bucks. Great. <laughs> this is awesome. Free
0: healthcare. Just on ass. top of my fucking heart attack, you gave me another one. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking garbage.
1: Anyway, onwards and upwards. Let's talk about something more exciting and more, more you know, celebratory. I hear you launched your your beverage company, Shaft Beverages, last I week. Did. Congratulations! Yes,
0: Thank you so much. Oh, yay! yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're officially launched. Um, well, we had a little friends and family event, um, which is our soft launch. But um, starting, I believe, either today. Or tomorrow, you'll be able to find us in some select liquor stores. Ooh! Um, which you know, guys, if you're <clears> listening, follow our page at Beverages on Instagram. We'll have a complete list for you guys to um, check us out.
1: Exciting! Yeah. So what is what what is it? What, what kind so, of beverages?
0: So is it? it's a coffee cocktail. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to necessarily say it's a espresso martini because mm-hmm. it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, what it is is real Brazilian espresso, Ooh. coffee liqueur, vodka, ah. and. Um, Water I think I'm missing, and water, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's gluten free, oh, it's dairy free, wow, and it's peanut free. So I know <laughs> that's important. <laughs> yeah, bitch, bitches are dying from that type of shit. So yeah. we have to like, we have to cater to everybody. Um, so yeah, it's our own rendition of a, a, a classic shaft or um, espresso martini that originated in um, Victoria. Is or, that wait, wait? Some say oh, folklore. Yeah, some say Alberta. What or is this? Some the say espresso Victoria. martini? Uh, the shaft, like the word shaft. Huh? So people, okay, so you know how you order a, a uh, corkscrew? Um, I'm not familiar with that. Or not ever. corkscrew, like a, um. <coughs> what, is it, what is the one? With, what do you call a vodka orange? Uh, a screwdriver. A screwdriver, yes. Yeah. Oh, I said it the other way around, didn't I? Corkscrew. Corkscrew, screwdriver? No. Let's move on. Something with screw. <laughs> yeah, something with screwing. Something with screwing. You're not going to fuck Um. Me. So that's a colloquial kind of like, Nickname for that type of drink. Right? And that originated, the screwdriver originated? In no, it? I'm just, I'm comparing oh, okay, it to gotcha, shafts. Gotcha, so, gotcha. so, a shaft, if you go into a bar anywhere, you can mm. order a shaft. People basically know what's in sure. it. Like it's Kahlua, vodka, um, coffee liquor, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right? We took that that same idea from Alberta or Victoria, wherever it started at first, sure. they argue about it. Um, and then we made it our own as a brand. And that's how we are. Can you go to a bar in like Louisiana and so, hit me up with a shaft and they'll know what's up? You could say, if they don't know what a shaft is, you could either ask for a espresso <clears throat> martini or a pick-me-up. Yeah,
1: I've Which heard they, of pick-me-up for a pick, sure. So
0: pick-me-up and shaft are very similar. Okay. In the sense, I think one of them has a little bit more caffeine in it because yeah. they have an extra shot of espresso. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, I can't remember the difference off the top of my
1: head right now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we looked at it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations.
0: I can't believe we didn't even try I'm that not
1: right. a huge coffee guy, but I'm going to try. I feel like it's a great, like, you know, maybe a th- on the boat kind of vibe. If you're exactly. on day and two of boating and you need a little... And you know what's dangerous
0: is that it's 7% and you can't taste any of the alcohol,
1: like at all. How much with the sugar content? Uh,
0: You know what? It's a little bit on the sweeter side. Well, you know what's next, shaft light or whatever. Exactly, and you know, our next batch will be tweaking. We heard our initial um, feedback. So we'll be tweaking it. We're going to make it less sweet. But people um, like sweet, coffee. too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think the general consensus from people who have tried it so far is that yeah. it's a little bit too sweet. Do you think you'd, like, have both options, or are you just going to, like... 100%. Yeah. You know, we're already gearing up for um, our winter packages and yeah. stuff, so you know, we're coming out hard. Coming out hard and strong. The shaft and coffee. is hard. My shaft is fucking hard, and let me show you it. Oh, oh,
1: the great, it's a great, um, it's a great uh, packaging. Thank you. Yeah, it looks really cool. It's, like, it's like simple, but bold. Simple, you know I mean? bold, classic.
0: Yeah, especially exactly what a shaft was known to be.
1: Yeah. How so? The shaft. How long is this? Like a pretty recent, like name um, of the drink, so or I'd, like in the eighties.
0: Oh, or? Uh, where the name shaft came from? Yeah, I think it was. It's been around for a while.
1: It's weird because I, yeah. I've never heard of it. But I'm also not a big cart like espresso martini pick me up kind of guy. Right. I mean, I heard of it. From the island, I think people on the
0: island know about it a lot more than people here on Mm New England. But um, you know, we're gonna take it worldwide.
1: Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Nice. Is it in any any restaurants or bars at the moment? Uh, not yet. But to be, you know, we have uh,
0: we have some stuff in the in the works. In the works. So hopefully you'll see it very very soon at
1: your local. Um.
0: Actually, can't even say it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just have to stay posted. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Um. Have you heard, it's a bit of a weird segue, but I was, um, as we can kind of all cross our fingers and hope that we're like at the tail end of this pandemic. I mean, we've heard that there's another wave coming in September, blah, 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 blah. But who said that? Some doctor. No, 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 no. I refuse. I refuse
0: for another wave.
1: I feel that we're like pretty much on the the tail end of it. Yeah, everyone's pretty much back. Have you heard of this Zuby's, a a Zuby list? It's called Zuby's, um... Twenty things I've learned about humanity during the pandemic. Oh wow! So it's Z U B Y. So anyone course, wants to look it up? Of course you came across that. It's um, it's like it honestly like, like I'm not gonna read all nice twenty for your brand. There's gonna be there's a couple a couple of, uh, of points here that he makes that we kind of talked about, which I found super interesting. That go through them. Well, I want to go through them. Well, the two of them that really stood out to me are number eight. Yeah, says I want to get your opinion. Um, once they have made up their mind, most people would rather commit to being wrong. Than admit they were wrong. Whoa! Like some of these things Whoa. hit so hard, it's like, yeah. Dude, can you they, can you can you repeat that? Sure. Just for everyone listening. Once they have made up their mind, most people would rather commit to being wrong than admit they were wrong. One
0: thousand percent. I think that's such an accurate depiction of what society yeah, is like. People right just now. double down. They like for sure. And I, I even do it. I know I'm wrong, but I can't stand the <clears> ego crush yeah. of me being proved wrong. So I will. 100% keep going with something, even though I know it's wrong, just to feel like I won. Yeah. It's so, it's such an interesting, you
1: know, and when I you have know, probably been there too. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Especially like when I'm like fighting or something in a relationship and I'm like, you know what? I'm fucked. I'm whatever. It's the only way out of this is to fight hard. Just keep. Going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no turning back now. Yeah, but at this point, you know, I just don't. I'm just like, fuck, whatever. It's a lot e- easier. Like once you get past that and there'll be, there's a certain threshold for everyone mm-hmm. where you're just like, you know what? Fuck. Man, I fucked up. Like, damn, this is gonna be hard to swallow. But hopefully, the person or people you're dealing with will respect the fact that you're owning up to whatever error that was. Mm-hmm. But I get that it's really hard. And obviously, over the pandemic, there's so many things that people are, you know, backing 100%, whether it's vaccines or the pandemic itself or closures or whatever. Right. That you know, when new science and new theories or whatever are coming out so frequently, it's it's really hard to like, kind of like, I don't know, even. No one really even knows what's right or what's wrong, anyway. But I mean, no. I hope we get to a point where people can start acknowledging their actions
0: and owning up to their, you know, to the responsibilities that they have to.
1: Yeah. But I mean, we talked to. about it before, like with politicians who you can look back, they probably made the wrong decision yeah. on lockdowns or on opening up too soon or whatever. They're never, I don't think they're going to go back and make, you know, that decision we made was, it was wrong. You know what sucks mm. is that I don't think a lot of people
0: listen to that gut feeling in their body that tells them that they're doing something wrong. Because when I know I do something wrong, yeah, my I can feel it in my gut. Yeah. And that feeling for me is powerful enough to want to backtrack and be like, hey, like I did something wrong yeah. and until I rectify what I did, I can't feel better about myself. And it sucks because there's so many people in high areas of power that ignore that feeling, that have that feeling potentially or don't even have it at all and continue about their day. So what do you think? Knowing they hurt people, knowing that they're making the wrong decision. So why do you think so? If we know that we're doing something wrong. Maybe, yeah, it's, yeah. The, maybe it's the... um. The high they get from receiving a bigger paycheck or by, um, well, I guess everything's subjective too. Like, you know, if you have a person above you, your boss, who's telling you to do something and you kind of have to do right by them, yeah, even though you're picking the wrong thing, you might feel good about that because, you know, your boss, someone powerful than you said to do it. Well,
1: I'm talking about like an internal thing. So everyone oh, had okay. like an internal, like a decision that only you are responsible for. Like whether it's like, you know, I have a test tomorrow, but there's a big party tonight. I know I shouldn't go out. I'm going to go out. That's probably something we've all been through at some point in our lives. It's still on. So what, yeah. So what <laughs> stops us from doing what we know we shouldn't do? You know what I mean? Like how do we just, I think human beings are really good at manipulating ourselves for sure into making decisions that we know are incorrect. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we know what's wrong, but we can be like, oh, well, you know, I'm only going for one or two. Oh, whatever. The task is only worth 10% of my mark or whatever. But people, like I bet you, anyone who thinks like that and convinces
0: themselves to do something have that feeling. But it's how deep that feeling or how hard that feeling hits to you. That's the deciding factor, right?
1: Would you think that if you had that feeling at all that you should probably listen to it more or is it all a varying amount of like how, how... How prevalent the, that feeling the, is. What are like, the risks? How loud end? is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you, like, how do you, do you, like, have, like, a barometer of, like, okay, this gut feeling is at a two. Uh, fuck it. I can, I can make that other decision. I
0: think it's also, like, a risk versus reward <clears throat> type of thing. Like, if you're going out on a test that you kind of study for or whatever, like, you're probably going to get, like, a C or a B, yeah. not an A, but maybe yeah. you should stay home and study if to get an A, yeah. but you don't really give a fuck, then, like, at that point, it's like, okay... Yeah, maybe I should have stayed, but whatever, fuck it. I'll yeah. get by. But like if you're making a decision where someone's job's on the line or your reputation or you're yeah. betraying somebody else, that's a bigger feeling and that makes me feel a lot shittier.
1: So you're more likely to put more weight on that gut feeling depending on what the the outcome or whatever the outcome whatever could could the be. thing is that
0: could happen. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And if I'm fucking somebody else over, yeah. that's like the biggest one for me, right? Like I never want to put someone in a bad position or So do you have these internal thoughts quite often then? Yeah. So like when all these the things time, come up? All the time. Who
1: wins all more often than not?
0: My um, the gut or gut. the yeah, my gut. Because that's good. I know that like <clears throat> if I don't listen to it, there's a reason why I'm having that feeling. And 100%. something's telling me to be like, yo, watch what you're doing here because you're stepping on fire or like you're you're close to the do not push me because I am close to the edge.
1: Yeah. it's um, I think all humans have that and not all humans recognize it mm-hmm. and, um, and kind of act on it or listen to it.
0: I think it's a sense of anxiety. And that's probably where the anxiety disorder comes from because some people can get that feeling when they're doing something right. And I've just doing something you know, right. Kind of, yeah, doing something right. Yeah, like they're doing something good. And they feel like guilty about it. And they feel guilty about it. Or they feel anxiety about it. They feel anxious about it. Yeah. That's probably where the anxiety disorder comes from. Which I'm just now realizing that's what people have to deal with. Like yeah. they, that feeling that you get of anxiety yeah. is what people are feeling all the time. I never sorry, I'm saying people might have already known this, but
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: just now realizing now. that's what people are talking about. It's that feeling.
1: Yeah. How do people like like obviously I think there's medication for that, I'm assuming. Yeah. Like but I don't think anxiety. that's the I don't think that's the answer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, you
0: know, <clears throat> I have um, a couple friends who are very, um, you know, they use medications mm-hmm. to like handle their um, their
1: um, whatever issue they're going through.
0: What are the, yeah, the issues that they're going through. Yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe like, maybe if you don't take so many and don't like depend on like drugs and like yeah. medication, maybe. You'll be able to pull yourself out of this. This is yeah. me saying this is someone who doesn't experience yeah. like these disorders and doesn't have to go through that. And it might be f- totally fucking wrong. Like, yeah. I have no idea. I can't speak on that. Sure. But then sometimes I'm like, fuck. Like maybe if you don't smoke out smoke weed all day long and you don't, you know, pop every fucking pill. Yeah. Then maybe you'll be okay. But you know, <clears throat> I can't say that. F- yeah. I can't say that with any like authority or um, maybe it's trial and error. Exactly. Or- but for myself, like, I, I don't even take, like, I rarely take Tylenol an Advil unless yeah. I'm, like, super deathly hungover mm-hmm. because I want to feel like I can get over the pain myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, is it a thing where you need that mental resilience or do you need genuinely these, like,
1: <coughs> fucking
0: boxes of pills?
1: Yeah, it's hard because, I mean, obviously these pills are fairly new. Yeah. um, People didn't use them back in the day. And I'm not sure, and if we fast forward 100 years from now, will there be more kind of like outward things that we need to ingest and, and, and kind of help I with. might
0: be super backward by, by saying this, but I just feel like more pills is not the answer. Like I don't think so either. I just, I don't know, like maybe that's because I'm an old soul or whatever. I just don't think that you having to take 17 different medications yeah. every fucking morning is going to help you feel better. More like yourself,
1: yeah. And I mean, we people say that there's more stress today, and social media this, social media that, and blah 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 blah. But I look back at the caveman days; it's pretty stressful when you wake up outside your cave and there's like a saber-toothed tiger <laughs> ready to <laughs> jack your ass. You know, I don't know how much more scary it gets than that. And yeah, those guys didn't really have true. Prozac or, or Z- Zoop or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, obviously, <clears throat> I think we get into a situation where things just become so. Easily mitigated, yeah, and they're just like part of culture, yeah. Like it's just it's it seems seems almost kind of cool to have,
0: um, like a couple Xanaxes,
1: you know? Yeah, that too. But I mean, it's like (laughs) it's almost like it's become normal. It's become socially acceptable, like to be to like medication to be like one of the first few things you try to address any issue you have. Yeah, or it was in the past. It wasn't. By no means are we saying any of this is like. like
0: false or made up. Of course. These are real issues. People deal with (coughs) mental health issues. I deal with it too. Um, But I think there could be better strategies instead of like drugging yourself up and, and, you know, laying there in a fucking
1: coma. Because that doesn't really, I don't think that makes you more of who you are. Exactly. And I I don't think think,
0: it's the whole thing about, are we really fixing the problem or are we
1: just bandaging it? Mm -hmm. Masking it. Dulling it for a couple minutes or whatever. Exactly. Um, The other point uh, I wanted to talk about on Zuby's pandemic lessons was number 16. Most people care more about looking like they're doing the right thing rather than actually doing the right thing. I have said this so many times to my
0: friends. I'm like, at least it looks like I'm happy.
1: Right? <laughs> and that, that's – go. there's so many different different spin offs to that. Like what you just said, like you know couples that are on Instagram that look like they're the happiest couple in the world and then in reality they just they, beef all the time. Yeah. And then the other side of it, you know, these like, you know, virtue signaling people that are like shouting about this, that, or whatever issue and – that's basically all their contribution to that issue is. Just a couple posts and, and a black square or whatever. Right. And I mean, you know, I've, I've done the same thing at certain times, so I'm not, you know, immune, immune to it. But <clears throat> it's really interesting because I think people do care more about being perceived as, as being part and of cool doing and the right thing. That too. And, yeah, yeah. But they, like, they want to be seen by everyone else as, you know, virtuous and they, they, they believe in the right things. Right. Whether or not they actually do – maybe a whole different thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? So That's I just a found huge, those- Huge, huge thing. That's a really great, you know,
0: forward that to me because it's one really great option. Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyone else looking at Zuby's, Z-U-B-Y, um, Zuby's Pandemic Lessons. It's um, definitely an interesting read, especially it's very timely for where we are right now. Yeah. Um, in the world. So why do you think, like, why do you think, think people want to
0: be perceived as happy instead of actually just being happy? Um who are
1: we trying to impress? Everybody. Like, it's weird. Like, right? you know, everyone has their insecurities, obviously, and I think everyone has this I think social media has really kind of exponentially grown that because now that face or whatever you're you're presenting to everyone has to be pretty dialed because mm-hmm. you know, otherwise you're not gonna get the likes. You're not gonna get You're gonna get cancelled. You get cancelled, you're gonna get some fucking messages on your on your on your feed that are negative or yeah. blah 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 so no one really wants that negativity so they there's a lot of pressure to be putting out things that are um perceived as cool so why even whatever. why even post at all exactly right i don't know why social media the further and we get into it the more, the, the more destructive yeah, it seems the more i'm just like <laughs> fuck what the fuck i mean i don't even know i think social media may be on a decline Or Instagram anyway, because I... I hope so. For work, I was looking at some, you know, back in the day, we had, like, you'd have companies that would charge $10,000 a month to provide you content, provide you copy, you know, time to post, this and that. But now I just did a little mini audit of, like, a bunch of, like, companies locally and a bunch of companies that I kind of respect globally. And most of them have really bad engagement, unless they are doing a contest where you have to, like, tag a friend or whatever. Yeah. But even, like, big companies that are, like, in Vegas, and L.A., like, they have, like, you know, 25,000 followers or whatever, but they get three comments per post. And they're very, very successful businesses. So, to me, that's a sign that there is no direct correlation between their social media and their their success business-wise. Mm-hmm. And we still, to this day, up in here, or at least in, in my work, put a lot of emphasis and a lot of financial backing into social media. When I'm not really sure it's really an as prevalent as, as it was before. Because I don't right. know if people are looking, you know, to like an Instagram of a certain venue to see if it's in general, if it's really cool. I think they're like either going from experience or word of mouth or what they hear. I, I look at stories. That's <clears> what I look at. stories, look right? Stories, yeah. But stories give you like a, a real life depiction. Exactly. Like you can, a content, I can take a still picture of whatever I want and, and make, make it, it fucking and make exactly. it look like it's popping or whatever. But story is like real time. You can't really fake it, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what you, obviously you're more in it than I am. Do you feel social, like Instagram, for example, do you think it's losing its clout, losing its kind of losing its For sure.
0: I think there's a new wave of, um, you know, creators and people who are just like over the fucking like narrative that Instagram has been pushing for so long of looking perfect, of trying to be like someone that you're really not. And like TikTok did a really great job of like bringing a voice to those who aren't seen as necessarily traditionally yeah. attractive or like yeah. traditionally someone who'd be huge on Instagram?
1: Yeah, social. I think social media is kind of going away from influencers and celebrities having all the kind of power and to the, the to the people to the reg, to like the Regular average people. Joe Blow. Yeah, who's fucking has yeah. this and no one and becomes viral because they're just funny and quirky and and, uniquely and themselves. People want to be part of their life. People want to follow them. So that's what I'm saying. But, like, is that the new <clears throat> generation of influencers? Well, I think so, but you look, you look right? back at but Kim think, K and them they get paid $10,000 to fucking post a picture of a, a skincare line.
0: But do you think that's, like, the right path that we be <coughs> going down, people who haven't been trained or know what they're saying and we're suddenly giving them the platform of someone like
1: Kim K? But Kim K started out as that person. Yeah, with no, yeah training, true, no true, this and true, that. true, true. And she true, became true, true, true. who she was out of it. It's just true. a natural progression. Of, like, social media evolves, like, everything does, right? Yeah. So I mean, but do you think it should be as as open as it is right
0: now that anybody could become famous, or do you think there should be some type of like fucking like vetting process like there was before? Like it was just
1: harder to become famous before.
0: I think it's really
1: easy to become famous now. Is that because there's less platforms and less people with phones in their hands, or or, yeah, you know what I mean? I just think it's a matter of exposing people to content, and the more readily accessible content is, the more likely people can become influencers or, or whatever because it's just it, where well, people can connect with whatever that
0: may be. It's funny how like ingrained <coughs> and socially normal that word is. Which
1: one? Um, Influencer. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, I don't even like, know what it means. I just say it. I just think it's someone who has like more than 10,000 followers or <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I see someone post like a, a product then I'm I'm assuming they're an influencer. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I yeah. mean? They may influence one guy or one girl. But who I remember like in high school
0: people would be like, oh, like, you know, you're an influencer. Like, it'd be something like you, that you're like, like look down or up? Look down upon. Oh really? You were the influencer, um, and now it's suddenly everyone just wants to become an influencer.
1: Yeah, I almost think we're like it was like that when you were younger, and then it was really everyone wants to become. And I think now it's almost like kind of fizzling out again. Because like I'm not definitely paying anyone to fucking. I'll, I'll give you product or something like that, but I'm not giving you money to post because yeah. I just don't think that necessarily they have that power to influence that many people to. To affect my bottom line.
0: I don't really think that influencers are the best marketing strategies.
1: No. They were, though. I mean, they were used Sure, for they had uh, a hot minute.
0: Yeah. I feel like when it was like not every third person and their mom was an influencer. Yeah. Um, and that's a true statement because mothers are now becoming influencers. Of course. <laughs> they
1: know what's up. <laughs> Momager. Momagers. Um, what about stories? I feel like the stories. Like I sent you a story the other day. Um, yeah, oh my God. I felt like. It wasn't a story. You sent me a real. A real, whatever. Uh, to me, that's the same thing. Like, <laughs> obviously, not, we, we don't want to put anyone on blast, but it, it was a, it, it was concerning to me for a couple of reasons. Like, it was a story or a reel of someone who was clearly in physical pain, um, going through it, had to get hospitalized, blah, 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 blah. blah and this person um, documented their entire Reported fucking it. thing. So but, they, but, they obviously were in pain and then they be, had to
0: set it up. But be clear. They recorded it, edited it, added music, added graphics, added a whole bunch of fucking, like, effects of video to make it look like a music video. But it was actually just a video of this person getting hospitalized.
1: Which is sad to me, personally. I'm like, besides all that, that stuff you're talking about is after the fact. I can kind of understand that. But if this, this person's in pain this entire time, they have to, like, set the camera up wherever to then film them in... The, so they're in pain. They're like, hold on a second. I need to document this. I, yeah. I got to put this angle up, go back to where I was in pain, and then And pretend to two. cry again. Yeah. Like, it's hard. Like, and what happens when you don't like the first take? Do you save <clears throat> your tears? Yeah, probably. You suddenly tears again? Or cry again? It's insane. Like, I don't know if you've ever been in pain or been hurt really bad. I've been hurt a million times, and I've never once had the idea, like, physically hurt. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, like, I just like, don't... Good, bro? I can imagine, like... Wanting to like, I the only thing I document I document obviously my workouts and shit like that. Yeah. Where I super and I'm in like like pain because I'm like like um, out of breath, which is a very short pain that I know I've been in millions of times yeah, before. it's not a deep pain. I know I'm gonna get over it yeah. in a matter of minutes. Like if I have had like hurt my leg a couple months or a couple years ago right about Christmas time and I I woke up and I couldn't even bend my knee and I was like what the fuck I can't like. I was freaking the fuck out, like waking up when you can't bend your leg. Yeah, I was freaked out, and like, like I couldn't even imagine being like, okay, wait a second, limp over to the corner, Let set it up, board. And, and, and take two. It, uh, it, to me, I don't know if
0: it's like... I think it's so fucking stupid. I'm glad you brought that up because one of my biggest fucking, fucking pet peeves is people recording themselves when they're, when they're crying. I'm like, how is your reaction, your first reaction, when you begin to cry, cry is to grab your phone and send a video of it? Like it's so weird to me because I see it so often on TikTok yeah. that I even I had to tweet about it. I was like, if you are crying into your camera, you have fucking deeper issues than anyone I've ever fucking met. Do you because think that's like
1: weird? But do you think it's like an outcry for help? Do you think you know maybe if that's their way of reaching out to the world, saying, hey, I can't handle this on my own. I need <sighs> to expose my. You know what I mean? Now that's the only. Now you maybe look like a fucking dick. No, 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 no. I get what you're saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying, I think there's a deeper. Reason for it, yeah. like some people obviously may do it for attention and whatever. Yeah, some people may be really struggling and don't have anyone else but social media to reach out to because that's what they know. That's for like sure. they, their phone and their like whether they're posting their food or them at the gym or whatever. Yeah, but like I see videos so good, where bad, like whatever. I see videos on TikTok where people are like, oh, um,
0: you know, it's a it's a montage of someone like in a really shitty period of their life and <clears> then now they're like way better. So they show a bunch of videos those those so and they're both crying. They and they show a bunch of videos of themselves feeling themselves and like looking great and, you know, finally being happy. But why thing is like, when you were going through that really hard time, why were you recording yourself crying? Like, why do you have these videos saved? And like, why was that your first reaction? Like, that's where I kind of, I'm like shaky, for sure. If you're posting a, like if you're on live and you're crying and you're on your store and you're crying, something happened for sure. Please go ahead. You know, social media is great for that. Connecting you with other people, connecting you with help if you need it. But there's like other situations where I feel like people are doing it to glamorize um, things that don't need to be glamorized. Like it's just like awkward for me to watch. I'm like, why are you crying on here?
1: Yeah, but I mean, I think they're trying to create content that is, is relatable or something. There has to be a reason. There is a reason. I don't it's, know what it is. If
0: this is, re- if this is the path we're going down where people are glamorizing yes. and like videotaping their hospitalizations and are, you know, crying to their fucking thing just for content. But let's I'm be scared. real.
1: That I'm fucking scared. Remember, there's a hot minute where people were like giving food to homeless, giving money to homeless, and then recording themselves doing it Yeah. as to be a part of that narrative we just spoke about. They want to be perceived, perceived. as doing the right thing, right? Yeah. That's kind of, I feel like we're like, we, we, like it's almost like if we don't document it, did it, it never actually happened. happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, it did happen. For sure. You fuck. <laughs> like, this is, your life doesn't need to be documented to prove to anyone what's going on percent. And that's something I'm dealing <coughs> with now because you know what? Sometimes I do
0: something I'm like, Oh my God, I should like totally take my phone out and record this.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I'm like, fuck it. Like, what does it matter? Like, it's still going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. I still help somebody regardless. Yeah. Why am I feeling like I need to prove myself on social media to show people I did it so that it, it, it almost feels like if you post it, it actually exists.
1: Yeah. And I'm guilty and of that don't, as well. It doesn't. But I think that's, we all are trying to keep up with the Joneses, and we're all like in that same boat. Where like we see cool shit. Oh fuck, I do. I do some shit that's cool too. That's like that. And blah 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 blah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it gets to a point where maybe a little bit too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But now with with the other, another thing with social media, like, what do you think is worse? Do you think it's worse to be unfollowed or to be left unread?
0: Unfollowed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know you have a thing about being left unread, but but I don't. The thing with me is I don't know if I'm unfollowed. Like I don't, I don't have the app. Yeah, for a reason. Like me have the app. <laughs> so you like, so
0: you want to know? Actually, I don't care if you unfollow me. I really, I invite it to be honest. You I just said invite, you like. Like I, ca- <laughs> I care because I care about my number going down. Uh, but I really don't care if you unfollow me. Like I'll unfollow you back. Like fucking. So that, is that your life. move? If someone but I get you, petty do you about it because yeah. I'm like, why did you unfollow me? What did I do? Do you need to find out? If I care about them, yes. But <clears throat> if I don't, then fuck it, whatever. Yeah. So, but you'd I it? I'm gonna follow you right back. I will never say's following someone who doesn't follow me back. Like, that's yeah. embarrassing, and I will never be anyone's fan like that. What about Kim K? You're, I'm sure yeah, but Kim K, has, like it's Kim <laughs> K, but like fucking, fucking, you know, like, like Joe Blow with Tiffany motherfucking fuck down the street, yeah. living on fucking Robson and motherfucking oh, Smythe. I mean, I'm talking about Tiffany. And James Tiffany, me, and <laughs> <laughs> if you know it follows me, then I'm like, hey, what the fuck, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I will unfollow you back. And so I will if keep I, I'll I, keep it 100 when I see you. You'd like be that. more mad at me if I unfollowed you than if you left me, Send me a DM and I, I left it on red. Are you suggesting... No, I'm just asking. I'm curious. Me because, no, I'm not. I'm I just mean, asking that'd be really you. awkward because we have a podcast together. I'm just asking. If and I left, we left you on red, red... And a sicker dick. <laughs> Last part, not true. <laughs> but <laughs> you would be more mad if I unfollowed than if I oh. left you on red.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Because, like, uh, I feel like they're both equally rude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. There we go. There's the heart of the issue. Yeah. Did yeah. you see this? You know, we've talked about having like a, needing a license or whatever to have social media. Mm-hmm. Did you see the petition? I have. I want to talk about that. So, do you? Do you? Did you watch the Euro Cup final, the soccer team? No, but I saw everything that happened. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> to me, as a sports fan, the coach kind of made a fuck up. Like, I wouldn't have subbed those two young guys in with like four minutes to go in the game, knowing that they're gonna have to take penalty shots. Or I think that's the way it goes. Maybe that's not the way the rules go, but putting a kid under that much pressure and a final and to have not, they like, haven't played sports, you don't get a feel for the game. Well, who like did that. that? Who did that? The English coach. But these kids were oh. like four minutes to play. And then he picked the three, he picked the guys to shoot, and they just happened to be African, African, um, African English? English? I don't know. <laughs> black African dudes. European. <laughs> yeah, they were black guys. They happened to miss. They were young guys, fucking, you know, it's the world, it's crazy. Like the pressure was in, in, insane. And so they're getting so much hate, and like you saw, all some of the English English fans beating up Italian fans because the game was played in England, and they were like shit. There's like actually a pretty funny meme. It's like, yeah, the um, cause three English guys missed, and this guy's like, yeah, we were leaving the stadium, and we got brought, like thrown down and, and kicked, you know, by the English fans. But luckily, they missed three of their five attempts of <laughs> kicking us <outs> or something. <laughs> it's a pretty clever spin on it, but. <clears throat> Anyway, it's just sports and people are going crazy and doing that kind of thing. And then they're also just obviously been so racially charged because of three people that missed happened to be to be black guys. And so now there's a petition oh, no. saying that, you know, you need to like have your ID with your social media account. So that if if this does happen in the future, know where to we, go to. We, we can address it. I'm down for it. I'm really down for it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it
1: eliminates, it eliminates, I think that's the road we're we'll going. I think the way we're heading. Regardless. It
0: eliminates everybody fucking making fake accounts and stuff yeah, and exactly. And you know, if you're accountable for your own account, you're gonna be a lot fucking smarter about it. 100%. That.
1: And, though, too I mean, much freedom. It could be bots. All these people that are doing like, the, the, like all those comments could be oh fake accounts for sure. But there's yeah. people are able to use those fake
0: accounts to mask their identity so they can say where the fuck they want to. If we have to do an ID process, you don't have that ability anymore.
1: Yeah, so I think I, right. I, I'm I'm convinced now more than ever that this is the path that social media is going to eventually go down.
0: I think we should start looking into creating like some of a platform so we can like you know
1: just like a, like create some cash. We just talk to IG guys and like just make ver- everyone gets a blue check because everyone has their. You, you <laughs> probably don't see many verified people getting doing stupid shit on there, right? True. So, boom! Give me a blue check.
0: So people with blue checks have they have too. <clears throat> Really? Yeah, 100%. Because if you have a blue check, you're someone notable. Yeah. And you don't want regular people to know that you're st- creeping their shit. So a lot of these people, and a lot of people I know with blue checks, have other accounts fuck. that they creep their exes with, that they creep people with, that they creep, you know. Check, they have dog accounts. They creep on there. Fuck. Yeah, man.
1: Instagram's, I mean, fuck. It's, it's, so, it's such a ecosystem it's it really is it really really is and i don't see it
0: changing for like a while but i'm glad that we're on the path of some type of reform what do you think about um instagram as a dating tool i think we need to let instagram be what the fuck instagram is and it's a sharing sharing photo sharing platform now that they want to make a marketplace now they want to do like all these other video things yeah bro like you know facebook did it and died no who uses facebook now yeah, I never had Right, like they're just. I just. I feel like if they stick in their niche, mm-hmm. they can do it so well and dominate their niche.
1: You've used you've used dating apps before, correct?
0: Yes, actually, the person I'm talking to right now is because I've nice. used dating apps, so,
1: and but you've used Instagram as a dating tool in the oh, past. Never. I'm sure, never. You've never hit someone up there and started talking and blah 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 blah. Come on. Mm, yeah, sure. I can't say I haven't. Okay, so which. Do you find a pro and con between the two? Do you find one better than the other? Obviously, I think, I think dating, dating apps,
0: apps are easier because they're meant for that. Exactly. Like Instagram, the I don't there. like it because, yeah, the intent is there with dating apps. With Instagram, you are never really sure if they're, like, responding to you because, you know, they think you're cool, or I want to be your friend, or because they want to fucking suck your dick.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good
0: way to look at it. A lot of the time, you start off on dating apps and you go to Instagram. That's fine.
1: Yeah. You get to you know them in one platform, and it's going go into the real world. Exactly. Let me look at your pictures. I was looking. Like, a lot of my friends are on dating apps, so I, I don't really, I never really understood them because I've never really been on them. But that Raya one seems like it's pretty cool. Like so you put together a little reel. Have you, you heard of Raya? Yes. You put it on waitlist. Oh, nice. <laughs> you get asked to get on, which is kind of cool. It's like a club. Yeah, but they're really letting on anybody now. So I'm feel I felt really offended. So who who checks your
0: waitlist? Like the founders or whoever's on their team. Interesting, yeah. And so wait, you get. Apparently, apparently for waitlists, you don't really. They're not going to let you in, so I have to apply again.
1: Wait, wait. So, does it work like you have to apply, or can someone recommend you? Someone on the app has to send you a um,
0: application buddy pass. Okay, and then that goes towards your application, so you can like link it to your application. Yeah, and if they're the people that you that have referred you, and if yourself is cool enough, you can get on there. So you can't just get on right away. Everyone has to apply. Everyone has to apply. Fuck. Like the app is locked. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. And I'm really fucking offended because I thought I was pretty cool. <coughs> I'm
1: yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, anyway, how it works is you get like a little reel. You get a 15 second clip. You make a little like, like a reel essentially, or TikTok, I think, of these little clips. And yeah. you put it to music, and it has like you doing playing baseball, you at the beach, you know, kind of like a best of you. Yeah. like what your and likes actual are. Actual reel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and. It's interesting. <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, are you on it? No, 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 no. Um, a couple of friends are, and like, I look at their profile, and then like, I, I'm interested to see how it works. So the, in my mind, Instagram is like almost the only difference is that you can hit up strangers. Where Instagram is more used for people you kind of know or who yeah. you've seen around or whatever. Um, and the intent thing is obviously big too. I just get awkward with like talking to people on my Instagram because I hate
0: the perception. I have a certain perception of myself on my Instagram and that's not the perception, my brand. And that's not the one that I want to put forward first when I'm talking to somebody. I'd rather talk to them on a different app Mm -hmm. and then, you know, when they get to know me a little bit better and they know that I'm not only my Instagram, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, then I'll let them follow my Instagram. But because I've seen it, I've seen it happen both ways where someone follows me on Instagram or no, sorry, messages me on some app then follows me on Instagram right away and they'll be like, "Oh, I thought you're a bitch. I thought huh. you're pretentious as fuck, or all this type of stupid shit." Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, you know, like, I wish you didn't follow my Instagram because I would love to have gotten to know you without that perception." Yeah, without I mean, people should do that anyway.
1: Like, I, I have you, you obviously heard the incident incidents of guys like looking at girls' Instagrams and they're like, you know, in bikinis and Vegas and boobs are out and looking hot and partying and all this, and that's how. They got the attraction and then they start talking and then maybe they start dating and then all of a sudden they went from loving their Instagram and what got them interested to hating, hating their Instagram it, yeah. because it's too I have a out big there. Thing
0: against men that like are so insecure that they can't date a hot bitch, but they want a hot bitch.
1: Yeah. That's I exactly. can't
0: stand it. And so many of my friends, like, you know, after they start dating a guy, the thing that attracted the guy is what they're getting mad about. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So it's like if you're so insecure, fucking fuck off. Don't date a hot bitch then.
1: What's the, What do you think the male equivalent is of that? I think it's this. I, you know, a guy who's always at the club popping bottles, getting tables. Yeah, because yeah, Because yeah, the yeah, girls yeah, yeah. may be attracted to that. And then yeah. once they start dating, they're like, why are you always at the club? Why are you always popping bottles? To me, that seems yeah, like a very similar. With, why are you always out? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I because those girls that. are getting DM'd. Those guys are getting bottle girls coming over. Exactly. To me, they seem like the same thing. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree completely. Yeah. So that was a good, that was a good, um, I've thought about this one. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, clearly. But I don't know why like either situation, like to me, circumstance really shouldn't matter that much. If you have trust in the person, you know, your, your partner or whoever can be in a brothel and behave a certain way and be respectful or they can be at the library and just be acting like a, a dirt shirt. dog. Yeah. Sucking every Sucking dick, dick in the fucking. The, fucking in the In, in the encyclopedia section. The, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the nonfiction yeah. section. So that's what I'm talking about. I mean, obviously, you know, those are two opposite ends of the spectrums. You're probably more likely to act a fool in the brothel than the library. But at the same time, circumstance, I think, is a smaller part of the underlying issue um, versus just like how people behave in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you don't trust a person enough to act a certain way across all spectrums, then maybe it's not the right fit.
0: Exactly. Well, wow, our conversation today has been super insightful, and like I can't help but say, I'm super attracted to you right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoa! Oh my! <laughs> oh my my my! It's hot but, in here. But I mean, I think what what attracts you? Said, I think you said it like what attracts us to the opposite sex or same sex or whoever the fuck you want to be attracted to. Is also hole. what makes us insecure about them. Yeah. Very true. Which is kind of like a fucked up
0: DNA thing it's that like we a, as
1: humans have.
0: It's like a, it's almost like a, <clears throat> I almost want to equate, equate it to the snake eating its own tail. Kind
1: of. I don't know why the, that, that. Does
0: that happen? No. You watch the nature like, channel? I think it's a, I think it's like a figurative, figure of speech. A snake eating its own tail? Yeah. I think it's a of speech or something like that. Yeah, but it just seems like, you know, like, I don't know why my brain connected to that. But you know, you're attracted to the same things that essentially will make you insecure later. Yeah. So it's like...
1: But I think it's only a human thing. You don't see, like, female lions, and you're like, well, my lion is the king of the jungle. Oh, fuck, man, why are you the king of the jungle? <laughs> get back home. Get your ass home. You don't want to chase no cheetahs. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> all hear the fucking gazelles. Yeah, yeah get Holy out of there. fucking gazelles. Yeah, exactly. It's a human thing, and it's a thing It's just so You think weird. animals don't feel envy? I don't know. Or jealousy? Maybe, but it doesn't... I, I don't know... I just don't know. I, I've, I've seen I animals. And, I'm not an animal. <laughs> yeah. I just say they seem <laughs> like so chill. Like I've seen like lions and, and, and they, they're chilling and the, the woman lions do the hunting and they come back the with a kill, lionesses, whatever. <laughs> I've seen Lion King, you know, they seem chill as fuck.
0: <laughs> not so, uh,
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, it just seems weird that human beings have this <laughs> weird issue of being attracted to something yeah, that it's, one second and then the human condition It's fucked up.
0: Condition. We want what we can't have, and once we have it, we don't want anyone else to have it.
1: And then we don't want them to show it, and it's around mm. and around we go. It's, it's a it's, circle it's, of life.
0: It, what it is is you trying to be mentally strong before getting into a relationship with somebody. It's yeah. you, you like the emphasis on being complete yourself before meeting somebody else is yeah. so important. Yeah. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to be not insecure yep. if they're around somebody else. And if you are, then that's fucking toxic, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it it's really never about you, it's about the other person. But yeah. you have to be mentally strong to be able to realize that beforehand.
1: Yeah. I at least have a conversation about it too. Like Yeah. You know, maybe if your Instagram was whatever beforehand and you then you start dating, then maybe it could be toned down or whatever. It doesn't have to be the exact same. Like people act differently when they're single than when they're not. Like like for example, single people may go out four days a week. <laughs> if you're in a relationship, you probably won't go out four days a week. I mean probably well, maybe. I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? There's like yeah. things that like get scaled back cuz like your priorities change, your lifestyle changes a bit, you right. know what I mean? So that's normal stuff. But like the, uh, the stuff that like made you attracted to them like, you know, their confidence, a, how going be bikini shot on a boat in Ibiza. Exactly. Like let them let them
0: live, man. Take your girl to
1: Ibiza. Take yeah. me to. Ibiza. If they don't go, like fuck like, like I said the circumstance really shouldn't matter. If they're fucking here and they want to do something fucked up, they can. If they want to if they're in Monaco, they can do something fucked up. Mhm. You know what I mean? Mhm. Ah, anyway, that's my TED Talk for the day. But another thing, this is, I should have mentioned this at the beginning when I mentioned parking. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Okay. I love you have, th- it you have you three choices. Questions. Okay. I love it when you ask me a question. You get a voice call, okay. a text, okay. or a voice note. Okay. Rank those in order of what you want to get, like what you prefer to get first, second, third. Text, call, voice note. <laughs> Thank you. I got a voice note. I get voice notes far, not too often, but... I get but irritated. Why? Like, either call me or text me. Exactly. Don't do a weird hey, hey, amalgamation do of the two. <laughs> like, and it's like, I hate when I... Like, I understand if I get a voice note that's like maybe 30 seconds or whatever, but when I get like an eight second voice note, that's like a fucking one sentence text. Like, why really? are you voice noting me? Like, if it's a full
0: on story, for sure. Yeah. And like, yeah, like that's all, yeah. I don't like sitting there, listening to every single one, and then <laughs> having to think about what they said in the first one to reply to it, yeah. you know? Like, fuck.
1: Call me. call me. If it was a back and forth conversation, then Ooh, we, let's have one. Just fucking call me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a voice note the other day. I was, because I was also on hold, and I, I realized when I'm on hold, I couldn't actually listen to the voice note. Yeah. So I was just mad. I'm like, this better be fucking good. <laughs> Finally got off hold, like, like, I was on hold for so long. Got off hold, and I was like, oh, do you need me to do this or this? I'm like, what? Wait, I don't see why you should have said this with the parking.
0: What's the connection? This shit that bothers me. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know what bothers me? Nope. And I've been seeing it a lot this week. I don't know. This week has been fucking weird, man. I woke up yesterday from a nap, and I feel like I entered a new reality. Like, you know how they say, like, you know, I've seen it on TikTok, I've seen it on Instagram. If you, like, are in the shower and you kind of tell yourself, you know, I'm going to be stepping into this type of lifestyle and when I open the door when I step into it that's because you're in control of your own reality and you step into a different dimension over the fuck, right?
1: Uh, yep. I'll trust your word on this because I haven't seen it. <laughs> I feel like
0: I literally stepped into an alternate reality. A good one? I feel like peop- no. oh People were fucking on one and literally every oh, single yeah, person yeah, I you. spoke to was
1: messaging me about some stupid <clears throat> fucking shit that really... Do you think that's more intuition? Like you could just feel like, you know, maybe, maybe Mars was in... New Jupiter rising. I had to check.
0: I had to go check. To and see was
1: if, it? Yeah, fucking retrograde is happening. But no, it wasn't. So I feel like
0: yesterday was just like an off day for everybody. Maybe the fucking, I don't know. Maybe we had like what a, maybe we had or Uranus's time. rings too close to the fucking. Pluto. Yeah, here we go. Don't
1: but, yeah. start with me. <laughs> don't start with me. But you, either way, you felt something was off.
0: Yeah, because I'm like, people are just like putting, like, it, it, it's just, I can't even get into situations without, you know, it, yeah, airing my business. But, it's like fuck, like grow the fuck up. So you, <laughs> That's you, so honestly
1: what I would have to say. Grow the fuck up. Energy. You felt the energy sh- felt a a shift. En- a
0: shift. I was like people. Like every single person who messed with me yesterday was complaining about something that had nothing to do with anything, and I just felt like they were complaining and just like yeah. being reasonable for no reason. Like
1: really, I like you shouldn't be mad about this. Like if you're a normal, sane person, you wouldn't be mad. Do you find that those people are able to be reasoned with, and they just needed to vent, or
0: is it just I had like- to, I had to just. Put my firm down and be like, you are acting ridiculous right now. And how was the response? I said it in a nice way, so obviously nice. But That's good. Yeah, like that's how I am. That's my style. I'm a nice Yeah, no, but firm. sometimes people, strong.
1: when you call them out or whatever on yeah. their shit, regardless if it's I don't do it up. your style. <laughs> whoa, whoa. My style is just- <laughs> Your I style
0: is very just a
1: blunt and like to the here, point. Here's what happened. I don't want to go back and forth for like five text yeah. strings when yeah. I can get it done in one.
0: But it's very polarizing. Just keep that in mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, if you're going to come at me, go for it. No problem. You want to have a conversation? But it's like I just like, I like to be efficient. That's how I like to frame it. Like, I don't like to, like, have to... But do
0: you want to be so efficient to the point where you don't recognize what someone else is feeling and are potentially making them more patronized?
1: Uh, No, that's not my goal. But when, if I feel that an issue is, like, completely nothing to do with me... Be like, See, for me, it's facts. like, if someone boom, boom, boom.
0: if someone's t- coming to me and saying something, yeah. I like to meet them in the middle and be like, you know, like, I hear you, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is how we could move forward. Yeah. Whereas maybe your style is not fucking wrong. You need to fucking realize what the fucking reality is. I don't is. think it's that blah, blah, blah. harsh.
1: I don't think it's that harsh. But I also think <laughs> it depends on the history. Like, the, yeah, the yeah, more yeah. history I have, like, obviously, the, the very first instance of this kind of thing, I will be more polite and, and patient. Mm-hmm. Second time, a little less patient. Third time, a less, until to the point where I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, we've been down this road. Yeah. I've tried being patient and, and, and chill with you. You've taken advantage of that, and we're here again. Now you're wasting my time and your time. Let's just fucking sever this relationship or whatever we need to do because it doesn't make any sense. Right. Like, I'm not going to change my point of view. You're not going to change yours. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm not asking, I'm not asking you to see my way, but obviously yeah. something's fractured here. So let's maybe revisit it down the road. Like I don't have anything against you. Right. But right now it's not working. Sure. That makes sense. Right. That yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I think our um, podcast makes things seem a lot
0: easier to do. Once you remove from actually is you know when you
1: remove from things and you're looking at it from a third person's perspective and you're like above it, you know yeah. what I mean? You're not actually in it and you're not emotionally attached to anything. Mm hmm. It's way more easy to think rationally and look at something objectively. For sure, one thousand percent. But when you're in but it, it's hard because emotions emotions can, drive exactly it, it drives things. Like I'm sure you're great at giving relationship advice, but I some, shouldn't be because I've never been in one. So yeah, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, everyone's fairly good at giving advice, but it's, no one's good at taking it. Exactly, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, it's hard uh-huh. get t- taking your own medicine, taking your own advice. It's uh huh. Uh huh. It's uh-huh. not easy. Tell me about it, Wanda. Yeah. Well. I think that should be the lesson for the podcast, you know? What? That egg tastes like sperm? No. Well, <laughs> well maybe. <laughs> but, you know, like when you give advice, try to step back when, when you're in the middle of an emotional situation. And I know it's hard, but try to sit, step back and look at things objectively and give yourself that same advice that you would give someone else in that same situation. Because it's so easy for us to sit back. Like if you're having a problem, I can easily be like, a relationship thing or whatever I could be like hey like objectively this is what I think from the details I've been given sure however if I'm in the same situation I'm heightened I'm emotional I'm Mm -hmm. attached to the situation it's a lot harder for me to then step back and have that rational but also if
0: you're stepping for sure step back for somebody you know be that sight for someone but Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it so um, not you but like Mm -hmm. you plural Um, meet people in the middle have some sympathy and you know figure it out together that's all I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, easy, it's yeah. easier said than done. Some, but yeah. there's some people out there that, that, that aren't able to do that. To, for
0: sure, for sure.
1: So it's like, okay, well, this is just. And again, I don't like. I don't dislike any of these people. It's just like this way. My our ways of communicating just don't mesh, mm-hmm. and that is what it is. Not everyone. Another thing I've learned as I've gotten older is that everyone does things so differently. So true. I look at someone's phone, I see like unread icons. I'm like, yo, I get anxiety looking at your phone. <laughs> but I realize that's not in my, like how I don't give up. Like if you answer your fucking text that way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like everyone has a perspective on how they do X, Y, and Z. So <clears throat> I know I feel I'm efficient and I feel I can get things done my way. Doesn't it mean it's the only way. Doesn't it mean it's the right way. Mm-hmm. So if you come across people that you're kind of like, okay, well, whatever's not working, you can both coexist and, not agree on everything and go your separate ways or, or go together. It doesn't mean if someone's right, someone's wrong. It's just everyone's perspective is different and unique and and you know, God bless everyone. True. God bless <laughs> everybody.
0: Yeah. All right guys, it's been a brand new episode of PNC. You can find us at PNC and it's called podcast uh our personnels at Nolan Prasad and Akio Kaya. I know I wasn't talking in a British accent beforehand, but this is our British episode. This is his new thing. It's our new thing. Um don't forget to thumb us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And be sure to turn in, or sorry, tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode of Post Not Clarity. Bye. That's good, right? That's great. Oh uh, yeah. out the coop at the bike.